I feel like this piece um, came out of this period of time when Ryan and I, you know, like 10 or so years ago, were like kind of single and, and you know, really kind of find, looking to find our people. Um, and I, I just feel not only during that period of my life, but also now, I, I just feel like my friendships have such a, um, I feel really fortunate that they have so much, um, I don't even know the right word for it. I just feel like they bring so much to my life. And I, and I, I know that's true for Heather too. And I, I feel like there um, was just something really special about um, some of the friendships that sort of inspired this, this piece. Welcome to the Lone Star Play Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Scott Armstrong. Join me and a famous guest every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. We discuss their career, life, food, Texas, and everything in between. Let's get started. Can you tell I'm in Brooklyn from my back? Yeah, right. Yeah. The, the, yeah, super Brooklyn, the brick, right? Right, the brick, I know. Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly, 100. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I love that. Thank you so I much for making time to talk. I'm so happy to get to meet you. This is awesome. Yes, I'm super excited to meet you as well. I I Aww. just got I just got done watching, you know, the series, the short, everything. So I'm just like all full of like emotion and energy from watching Aww. it. Uh Thank so you. yeah, I'm super excited to um to talk to you about this. Yeah, it's Me a too. great project. Thank you. But first Thank you so first I first I want to start with just Texas, you know, growing up in Texas and we'll just sort of Yeah. We'll, we'll organically we will get there. That sounds perfect. Um, yeah. So yeah, just tell us a little about that. Like where where in Texas did you Totally. Go? So um I I was born in Fort Worth, uh, Texas, uh, in the Harris Hospital where my uh twin my dad, who is a twin and his twin brother, as well as my uh Aunt Betty were also born. Um so uh raised in Dallas until I was like eight or nine. Um my mom was a member of the Dallas Theater Center when I was growing up. So like you know, very, very Dallas, uh, born and bred. And then, um, and then we moved when I was about, yeah, I think nine to Cambridge, Massachusetts, where she was uh, then a company member at American Repertory Theater, which is uh, uh, also a really cool theater uh, that's affiliated with Harvard. And then she finally was like, all right, we're going to make the leap and move to New York. So moved here when I was 12 and went to middle school and high school here. But yeah, my, my dad, my grandma, my aunts and uncles, you know, all back in in Dallas Fort Worth area, so still very very connected with uh, Lone Star State. I'm liking your flag behind you. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's so obnoxious sometimes. No, like, it's not. You know, it's, I, like I figure it. I figure. Well, I'm, if I'm going to go all in, if I didn't have a podcast called the Lone Star Plate, I promise I probably wouldn't have this up. Uh, that's to be. It's on brand. You got to do it. It's it's on brand exactly. Yeah. I actually tried like. I don't know, 10 different backgrounds with different things. And, and it was all just a bunch full of different stuff. Right. And then I just realized something great. that something that I know from cooking, which is just cut the fat. Right. Don't don't try to add too much stuff. Just keep it simple. Totally. So, you totally. know, it, the, this so made true. it simple. Um, well, good. Uh, so how often do you go back to Texas? I mean, you said you still have family there. Do you still do. make trips back? Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. I was just there actually like right before the pandemic. So I was there right at the end of February. Um, I was staying with my, my grandma, Betty Bob Buckley in um, Fort Worth, Texas and getting to see her and my dad and and my aunts and, and my cousins and all the, all the fam. So yeah, literally was just was just there before the world shut down. So I'm really uh, looking forward to getting to see them all in person and, you know, rather than just on Zoom and FaceTime um, sometime when this all, you know, settles out. But yeah, was just there, just there. That's awesome. Yeah, the yeah. course, everybody's ready to get back uh, seeing other people. Although my mom's kind of just like, you know, we, we, we'll see each other when we see each other. My mom, what the, <laughs> what the hell? What is going on here? My feelings. Yeah, yeah. I was like, Ma, I, I can make a trip. Up. I can see you through the window. We can have a moment through the window. She's like, no, nah, don't bother. We don't. No, is she Let's near you? Is she is she in she's Austin? She's in that. No, I, yeah, I'm in Austin. She's in Dallas. Um, okay, cool. Yeah, she's in Dallas, which is where I grew up. Um, 
for oh, the most nice. part uh, as well. And she's been there. She's been in Dallas for yeah, 40 years now, I think. That's um, amazing. Uh, she moved up from Mexico. My mom's from Mexico City. Oh, that's so cool. So, yeah. For first, Omaha, Nebraska, weirdly enough. Nice. And then, and then Dallas, you know, or Texas. I like that. Yeah. Can I ask where you went to? Uh, where you went to? Uh, like elementary school in Dallas? Uh, I, well, actually, specifically, I always say Dallas, but specifically, right outside of Dallas is the eight, like the Grapevine, Euless area. That's where my that, aunt lives. Yeah. That's where I went to school, the Grapevine Colleyville nice. uh, School District. Oh, amazing! So, amazing. Yeah. My I aunt, honestly don't remember. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yep. So I know it definitely well. Know, I know it well. Definitely know South Lake uh, sure. very well. Um, yeah. I, I honestly don't remember my elementary school. I think uh, I went to three different elementary schools. Um, totally. You know, I don't know why we did that, to be honest with you. I don't know why there was so many schools. I guess they just mm -hmm. kept building them. We were, they just kept building new schools. It was like, oh, okay, you got to go over here. You know, your kid, you know, yep. I don't know what the hell's going on. I just uh -huh. get on the bus and, and go. Although back in those days, I, I was a latchkey kid. So, you know, ride, ride a bike yep. or walk in fact the funny story about me as a kid i would constantly ride my bike to school and then walk home and my dad <laughs> my dad would come home and go uh, like, hey, uh he go hey go patrick uh, where's your bike at i go it's right out by the dad gum it i walked home i would forget my bike i would forget that, that i so rode my it. bike to school I'm telling you, that is kid. so fun. I love yeah. that. My mom, you know, when we moved to Cambridge when I was a kid, she was like, you know, she was, I, I was raised, my, my parents divorced when I was young. So I was living with my mom in, uh, in Cambridge. And uh, she taught me, you know, because she would probably be in rehearsals most days and I would need to walk home myself. So she like taught me this like very tough way to walk down the street and like not make eye contact. And it was like this whole like code of conduct being like a latchkey kid. I feel like, you know, hundred percent. Yeah. You gotta know how to so you know, d yeah. defend yourself. Right. Like oh, yeah. walk, yeah, walk yeah. with a purpose. It, that, yeah, that's what completely. I was taught. Like walk yeah, with exactly. a purpose. That's, that's so key. Funny. That's key. Yeah. <laughs> that's key. Yeah. That's funny. Well, look, let's talk a little bit about, I I'm, I'm sorry. I just got to get to it. I'm ready to talk about the stuff I let's watched. Do it. Like let's do it's it. just, let's do it. it's just let's so it. awesome. Um, I honestly, oh, thank you. Didn't know what to expect, just like anything. I really like to go into yeah. watching things without knowing too much if I can. I'm actually one of those yeah. people, old yeah. school. I, 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 even if I, I prefer not even to see a trailer, to be honest with you, most times. Yeah. I, I just want to go into it and watch it. And I was pleasantly uh, surprised with, uh, let's just start with the series uh, that comes out. Yeah. You know what? Tell us a little bit about like when it comes out. Totally. And that way I know what, what I'm allowed to talk about. I don't want to totally. get you know some spoilers no, here. <laughs> no, it's all good. It's all good. You can talk about whatever you want to talk about. Um, yeah. So my my short form web series is called Platonic, and it comes out on August twelfth um, on YouTube. And we we have a website platonicseries.com where it's all you know all the episodes will be once they're once they're launched. Um, but yeah, that's 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 the that's the short form of it. Yeah, I I really love. You know, they're about five minute episodes, roughly, you yeah. know, give or, give yeah. or take. Um, exactly. But honestly, it didn't, you, you put so much into those five minutes, right? So thank you. It feels very dense, you know, th those yeah. five minutes. And that surprised me that a, a series can carry like that, right? That there's this, thank you. instead of making this, you know, I guess you had 10 episodes. So you could have made yeah. a, a medium yeah a short long, yeah short, a short long film you know, yeah yeah what, whatever uh yeah. but i i like that you know plus it gives you an opportunity to pick up and take off wherever you want at the beginning of each yeah. episode that's exactly, probably helpful exactly. with storytelling yeah. um but yeah that you know i'll just tell you a few things that i really liked about and then we'll sort of discuss oh, uh, i'll be i'll be as general as i can to not give any spoilers but you know what i like is the dialogue seems very real to me you know just seem Thank very you. Uh, you know, I'm a fly on the wall and I'm just, you know, experiencing these relationships and these people and talking back. Totally. And, and I, I'm not a a film person per se that I know camera work and this and that. But what I did notice and that I liked was that there's not a lot of movement in camera work. And it does. There was these, you know, long takes of just one angle and, it, you know, yeah. with both of them in it. And 
I like that a lot. I like that it didn't jump back and forth, but you did use, you know, you did go back and forth with characters when you needed to. Yeah. Um, I just yeah. like that. You know, I didn't like that there was just a lot mm -hmm. of nonsense. It was like always to the point of what's happening in the show, which is why I think the five minutes Thank you. felt so long, right? Felt not long, but felt longer than it was. You know, you were getting yeah, this yeah. Whole, whole story out of it. So, yes. and the, you know, all the amazing actors and actresses you. that you had, um, which was great. And, you know, you've still got a couple characters, obviously, that are right, carry the whole story through. Yeah, for um, sure. You know, and, and obviously the biggest theme, at least that I that I took away from it was um, the whole idea of, you know, c can you get everything from one person, which I love. Yeah. I love yeah. that. I that concept. I don't know if I've ever even thought about it as clearly as that. I've, I've probably had conversations in that ballpark, but just just have it laid out as clearly as that was, was really interesting. And um you know, and that's honestly what got me. I'm still thinking about it, right? And I'll still think Thank about you. it after our podcast. I think that conversation is, and I like films or series or content that's like that, that leaves you with something later on where you're like, hey, hey, let's talk about this. What do you think about this? You know? So yeah, that, that's where I, that's where I'm at. I, I, again, oh my gosh. I really, Thank I you absolutely so loved it. I'm so touched. Thank you so much for what you said. I, I really appreciate it. I, I, I really do. I, I think that was definitely something that I was, you know, that was on my mind in terms of the central theme that you you actually articulate. I, I want to take that and like plug that in on my <laughs> on my uh, synopsis because that was really well said. Thank you. Um, yeah, just just in terms of thinking of you know, uh, basically it's based on my relationship with my best friend from like basically 10 years ago, maybe, maybe eight years ago when we were kind of single and, and looking for connection, looking for partnership, um, but kind of looking for love in all the wrong places and actually feeling this sense of being sustained and that like our primary relationships were actually our friendships and that there's so much kind of like richness and um, so much depth and so much texture in what you're getting from your supposedly platonic relationships. Um, and also something that I realized as we were shooting it um, was that there's almost this sort of greater intimacy between the friends on the show than there even sometimes is between the sort of potential love relationships um, in the series, which was yeah. really fascinating. Like we, we were shooting and all of a sudden we would, we would just like find the actors would sort of find this like tableau of like they would be kind of like kissing each other's like necks or hugging or like spooning or something and you were kind of like whoa like it's weird how this theme is sort of coming through so much visually without that necessarily being written into the script like it was something they were just sort of organically finding as we were shooting the piece um which was really fun for me um to sort of discover and then um Oh, there was something else that you were saying that I was wanting to pick up on. Oh, the, the, thank you for saying that about the dialogue feeling organic. Um, I, I definitely love writing for specific actors, and I was really fortunate uh, in this piece that I got to work with some actors who I just have sort of been obsessed with for years, some of whom I've worked with previously, like my friend Brooke Bloom. I've worked with a zillion times, other friends of mine who are in it who I've gotten to work with a lot um uh, and then other people who i was working with for the first time which was just like such a just such a total treat but um in addition to writing for people's voices and once i knew who was cast sort of like tweaking dialogue so that it felt uh, really tuned to their voices in addition yeah. to that on set we found that actually it felt like we got the most sort of authentic connections and the most um it just felt the best when I really encouraged them to um, improvise and to sort of take the script as a template, but then to really run with it and really find stuff organically. And some of my favorite moments were just completely improvised and, and just totally a credit to, um, yeah, the ease and the grace that the actors brought to it. Um, yeah. And, and, and then on the, on the backside <laughs> of that, my, my friend Summer, who actually plays the lead, um, yeah. She also is our editor, so she. Oh wow! Um, is, she was yeah, amazing. A, uh, by the she's, way, she's, she's just so extraordinary. Good. Yeah, she's. She really thank is. you so much. She's 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 phenomenal. Like I, I just I think she's such a star. Like I'm just hundred percent so amazed by her. But she she also cut the series, and she actually cut my short CC Dances the Go Go, which you oh you really? Watch, but 
yeah she's so she's she's just like a crazy hyphenate phenomenal creative person um so i was gonna say though on the back end you know the fact that we improvised so much meant that the job for her as editor was just that much more sort of um integral in terms of what do we like the most what are we selecting from all that great sort of raw material to choose from yeah, yeah, that that does leave the door open for more stuff later, yeah. right? So you many know. options. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is yeah. good and bad, right? I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, exactly. Well, yeah, a lot oh, of that's... interesting raw material. Yeah. Totally. I, I honestly, yeah. I don't even know how those decisions would be made. <laughs> to be honest with you, yeah. that'd be so tough for me. Um, I, I just can't yeah. even imagine doing something like this. So yeah, it's just so great. Thank um, you. You know, Thank there's you so one. Much. I got to say, uh, it was humorous as well. Like I really, I laughed out loud so many times. Um, and the, the one episode in particular uh, just stands out to me so much. And I can't remember the actress's name. Um, it's episode four with, um, yes. is her name Deborah? Maybe Deborah is that, wrong? Craig. Is that it? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Oh yes. my God. She's that amazing, woman right? is hilarious. She's she is phenomenal. so, I mean, I'm laughing right now. Just She's thinking amazing. about the look she gave in this and that whole scene at the bar and it's just so good i know i know she kills me and and she she and my friend ryan found, who plays uh, who plays billy who is just brought so much to this piece uh and totally. he and he the piece great. is actually he's my he's my bestie and so the the piece is sort of fictionally based on our, ah, on our friendship which is okay. so fun um yeah but he he and deb brought so much to that scene like we started off with it in one place and she really had some smart thoughts on it. And so I did a big rewrite. And then again, like we sort of improvised on top of that. And it was just really, really grew because of what both of them brought to that scene. So, oh, I'm so glad you dug that. Yeah, she's, so, <laughs> she's really special. She's really, really special. That's interesting. You talk about, you know, that you the, that the actress had ideas and then, then you rewrote oh, yeah. that and you put that yeah. in. I, I think that's such an interesting not interesting i think it's a great way to approach the art but not all directors are like that right so what what why choose that why choose to be that way what what benefits do you see from that well you know i just feel all along the way i you know i i trained as an actor originally i went to drama school at yale and trained as an actor my mom's an actor my aunt's an actor and so i grew up I, i just love i just love actors i just love what they bring to the table and sort of i i feel like at every stage in the game once i started writing I've so benefited from really good actors. Um, you know, from I did my my play called Older Lady uh, a number of years back. Um, my friend Brooke was in it. My mom played one of the parts, and two of my other favorite actresses, um, Nancy Lemanager and Emily Dorsch, are in it as well. And I just feel like I so benefited from them bringing their A game and and making it better and better and being authentic with me when they felt like something wasn't playing and needed a rewrite. I just feel like I, when you, I mean, they always say that old, that saying that direct, directing is 90% casting. And I, I really experienced that to be true, that, you know, it just is all about who you surround yourself with. And so then if I'm surrounding myself with really strong people, why not let them bring what they have to bring to the table? Um, and I mean, and Ryan is a, is a major writer as he has a big, big screenwriting career and as well as being a really terrific actor. So he was bringing all those things to the table. Deb also writes. So, you know, just, just really loving their input, really loving their feedback and, and really feeling like that scene in particular that you brought up really went from being something that was a more superficial scene on the, on the first writing that was sort of written more for comedy, but didn't really get in deep to, what it is now where I actually feel like it kind of really digs into Billy. It really digs into who he is and actually draws something true and real into the conversation about his sexuality that actually we wouldn't have gotten to unless they had both given me that terrific sort of feedback and had worked on it with me and had rehearsed it with me. Yeah. No, that's great. I mean, there's a great line in that uh, about Austin they, they start talking yes! about Austin, right? He says, yes! uh, God, exactly. what does he say? Uh, there's a lot of bisexuals in Austin or something like that, right? Like, I'm just like, exactly. I'm losing it. I mean, I'm losing it when I'm watching it. I'm just like, what? He's like, yeah, totally. just see, it just, he goes, it seems, it just seemed that way. It just. I know. And that was all, that's all Ryan. Cause, cause so Ryan's good. From, Ryan's from Austin. And oh, he, really? He, he, oh, yeah. And he went to UT. And so he was just like, 
we were just drawing so much, you know, it's like, it's like life mixed with fiction, you know, just like totally pulling from real stuff. So yeah, he's awesome. truly, he's truly from Austin. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah Again, totally. it, it, just like all the episodes, all these moments just feel so real. Just feel so like they're happening. Right. And I think that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. God, that, that's got, that's got to be such a hard thing to pull off because it's not happening. Right. It is, but it's not right. right? You've set it up. You've showed up. There's a camera. Okay. Like, it's not like this is the real world, but the simulation is there. And oh my God. Yeah. Right. I mean, talk talk us a little bit about like, because again, it's absolutely wonderful that it's, that it's set up that way because you immediately buy into the story. And in in a way, it's something you did so well that nobody will ever notice in a way. Right. And, and that's actually great. Right. That's one of those things that you don't even need people to notice it, to be honest with you. They're in the story. That's what you care about. Right. What they're investing in and these characters yeah. and, and yeah. things are happening. But yeah, let's talk a little about how you create. I guess we've talked about a little bit, but maybe a little bit more in depth of how you create this environment, even with the crew and everything. What are you saying? Yeah. What are you? You know. To sort of create that energy yeah. of collaboration yeah. and stuff. Totally, Just like totally. realism, right? Like how are we, yeah. is everyone quiet, yeah. no cell phones? Like what? what is the sort of... No, no, not at all. Not at all. I mean, well, and and to to be honest with you, it was a real learning experience for me because I I felt like I grew, our, our, our shoot was really fast. So it was like over the course of, I think it was over the course of nine days, but we shot that whole see that whole season in, I believe it was in seven days, but over the course of nine, if that makes sense. Wow. So that people had a couple of days off. So it was fast and nasty. I mean, it was like when, when Summer, <laughs> my, my lead, Olive, when she saw the schedule, she was like, yeah, that's a schedule. <laughs> I was like, we're trying to make it happen, you know? Um, uh, so, oh, so sure. no, I, I, I think really it's just, it, it, it all begins from, I mean, for me, it's just like setting it up from the beginning that people know that here's what we're doing, but but I'm really, really open to your contribution. I think that's just really important for me from sort of ground zero from just starting at the beginning, making sure people know that I I really want their voices and their their input in there. Um, I remember Summer said something to me really early when we started um, when we started uh, the shoot, she said, you know, I think it would be really helpful to have a lot of just like quiet moments at the very end of scenes. And so we really let the camera run out uh, even after scenes, which I'm sure as an actor felt incredibly awkward to just sit there in silence sometimes. (laughs) But some of my favorite moments are just these like quiet moments that, you know, that the actors just took and ran with um, at at the end of, at the end of scenes, I'm thinking of that moment where Summer and um, Amelia Workman have that moment in, where they're in bed and there's just like this just really intense moment of them just lying there. And it was just, re- I just thought it was really bold that they just took it and, and went for it. Um, yeah, so I, you know, and I think also it's just, it's about being honest when you're feeling like you need something different or or you want to try something else or you realize something in your own writing isn't quite paying off and you want to get the actors to kind of help you out with it. I remember saying to my friend Jordan Mahome, um, who plays Clark, who they're, they're just also wonderful. He's so wonderful. Oh, yeah, I just said great. to him, you know, I, I feel like my writing in the scene isn't, isn't totally playing. Can, can you actually help me with this? Can we play around? And he just took it and like made the scene so much better. And, you know, it just, I, I, anyway, I, like I said before, I just feel like I really benefited from people being really game collaborators on, and I, you know, in, in college, um, I went to I went to Stanford, and we, I was part of the Stanford Improvisers. It was probably my fa- one of my favorite things that I did in college. And um, uh, you know, improv is like cool on on campus or whatever. But it was just so it was such an amazing learning experience for me. And I I really think uh, in everything I do in terms of writing and directing, and also in terms of acting, I, I really think improv is such a key sort of um, frame in terms of how I like to to work with people. Um, yeah, I, I just feel like I, you know, really surrounding yourself by great people and that, that old that old saying that I was just reading Colin Jost's book and he says something along the lines of, you know, you always want to have people who are smarter and better than you in the room so that you, you know, you're kind of continually having the game up. And I, I feel like that was really true getting to work yeah. with this group of people. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, just like you said, you got to let them do what you brought them in to do. 
I mean, essentially, exactly. you know, exactly, yeah. exactly. Well, and, and actors, I mean, actors in particular, like are, you know, I mean, really every, everybody I was working with on this piece, you know, my producers were bringing their A game and had creative solutions to things. Um, my DP, forget about it. Like just an amazing collaborator, just, but really everybody really brought, um, so much to the table. Um, but I, and I was just going to say, I think actors have so much to offer in terms of very often they're often writers or they're really good improvisers or, you know, they kind of are bringing multi talents to the table. They're not just there to deliver lines by any, by any sure. means, you know? Yeah. <laughs> no, totally. Obvious. I That's mean, like the most obvious thing to say ever, but I just mean, they're yeah. sort of like a very rich resource, I think. Sure. So, yeah. yeah. Well, you're also going to get, the most out of someone, I think, when you leave that door open, um, yeah, for they, sure. they, fe they feel invested. They sort of will take ownership. Right. I, sure. I'm thinking I'm thinking just in restaurant terms. I'm from the restaurant industry. So I think yeah, in those terms totally. of, you know, yeah. working in a kitchen and you've got everyone working their stations and you can't be over them like, hey, hey, change this. Exactly. And change that. Don't move the spatula like this. Move it like that. I mean, that's just ridiculous. Yeah. Like you let them yeah. go and. You know, in fact, you learn from them uh, in a lot of ways, like you're saying, you, you, they'll tell you because they're working, they're working the station, if you will. They're, they're totally. literally knees deep in that. So they'll know a little bit better of, of, of how to do things or whatever or whatever. Exactly. The, you know, b best idea moves forward is my saying. Exactly. Yeah, you that's know. exactly right. No, that, that, I love that. I love that comparison to the restaurant industry. That makes total sense to me. Yeah, that micromanaging just oof, it's sort of deadly, but. But yeah, actually get drawing the best out of everybody gets you, yeah, so, so lucky to have that. You know, they'll stay, they'll, they'll work more hours, right? They'll stay a little bit longer. They'll come in 100. early. They'll, yeah, yeah. They're, they're thinking about it at home. They're bringing ideas. They're investing totally. in it way more than if it was just, well, stay in this box. We don't want to hear a peep out of you and, and that's it. So, and totally, plus, exactly. you know, you're doing something artistic, which in my mind, collaborative goes together with that but maybe i'm wrong yeah. no i, I think know. you're totally right I, I think ideally yeah that's that's absolutely right yeah i mean i'm thinking about what you're saying I, me I remember there was this one scene that we were shooting um in this uh next time you're in brooklyn i gotta show you some of these amazing bars and restaurants that we, we shot in up here but we shot in this oh, one place called um greenwood park um which is this just beautiful like um beer garden basically but we we shot it all inside because we were shooting in january and there was just this one scene that I kind of knew I wanted to feel more like a memory, um, so, but I kind of hadn't written into the script. We kind of needed to add something in addition to what was in the script and what the scene itself was. So, you know, we had had a we'd had a break, and then my friend Aaron Felgar and and Ryan King and, and our amazing VP Adam, they just sort of played around, and and the amazing background actors we had um, just sort of played around and and just sort of were living in that bar for a bit and just sort of having drinks and talking and flirting and all, and all that stuff. And actually some of that material that they just sort of played around to get ended up being just this really um, fantastic um, scene that, again, I think sometimes uh, you may just have a question in terms of, well, I, I, I know I want this to be, to feel this way, but how do we, how do we achieve that? And actually yeah. the, the way they, figure that out was was just so smart so yeah no that's awesome again that's why you bring them on right like i i totally yeah. i'm in that camp i'm in the camp yeah. of let's do this together one because i don't think one person can do you know these things by themselves it's like it's totally it's, agree. it's pretty much impossible so it is a team effort and you got to bring everybody along with you and to be a good leader i think you know is getting people to want to fight for you and you know yeah. sort of do the same thing whether you're there or not is yes. essentially sort of how i think about it so yeah that's, yeah, that's awesome I love that. I love let's that. talk a little bit about like this main theme of you know i'm curious just your personal beliefs to be honest with yeah. you because i'm sure they influenced yeah. the story which is yeah getting mm -hmm. everything from one person right because that is a a sort of long-term tradition, right? Of yeah. get with a mate and create a family and that's it. You know, that that's yeah. all there is to it and there can be nothing else. Um, but 
the reality is anybody that's really living life, you know, you do kind of feel like maybe that's not it or because we change as people, yeah. you know, so you're not yeah. the same person you were at this age and that age and, and whatever. And, you know, you grow apart where well, you have to stay together because you've been together as well. Like that's even something for people in relationships, right? Like not even just looking for relationships, but yeah, I'm just so curious true. about your, your beliefs and, and how they influence the script. And yeah, let's just dig into this. Totally. Yeah, completely. No, that's actually really interesting to think about. Um, I mean, I have like an old family friend who told me you have to have like a rich tapestry in your life, which is like, I'm in a, I've been in a relationship with my partner, Heather for, um, eight years now. So I, I'm actually, you know, in a long-term committed relationship, <laughs> but this was sort of like, I feel like this piece, um, came out of this period of time when Ryan and I, you know, like 10 or so years ago, were like kind of single and, and, you know, really kind of looking to find our people. Um, and I, I just feel not only during that period of my life, but also now I, I just feel like my friendships have such a, um, I feel really fortunate that they have so much, um, I don't even know the right word for it. I just feel like they bring so much to my life. And I, and I, I know that's true for Heather too. And I, I feel like there um, was just something really special about um, some of the friendships that sort of inspired this, this piece. I just feel like there's sort of an intimacy that in the sort of traditional uh, conceit of like, you have your family who you're related to, and then you have your family that you are partnered with, and then you have your children. There's this other kind of family that I think we have, um, that I feel lucky to have be a part of. Um, and I, and I feel, I think a lot of people feel this way that it's sort of our created family. And I think, you know, I don't think it's true just for queer people, but like definitely as a gay person, I think there's kind of this, um, in a way, a community that you create that, um, sort of reinforces who you are and supports you in a certain way. Um, in addition to your, to the support that you get from your family and your, and your partner or whatever. So yeah, yeah, I think that was a lot of what was on my mind. Um, uh, yeah, just sort of feeling there's this kind of like unexplored territory of like the, that friendships are so primary. Um, and then also sometimes there's a little bit of a bleed between like platonic relationships and love relationships that there's actually a way in which you're kind of I, I don't know there is a certain kind of love not that it necessarily always becomes romantic but what is that sort of dynamic between um friendships that yeah. sometimes feel like they can kind of bleed into different territories sometimes absolutely yeah I, yeah. I, I completely agree um yeah it's an interesting um you know, life is just interesting uh, onto itself, right? <laughs> I mean, let, you know, let, let, let's just yeah. be real. Um, so when you, you mix in, you know, having relationships, no matter who you're trying to have a relationship, relationships yeah, are difficult, exactly. like just everywhere, right? Like my wife is yeah. from Spain. So oh, cool. there's, a, there's a different culture that she grew up in that I'm yeah. not accustomed to. Now... Yeah. Not to say that it's so different we can't be together because obviously we are, but there are a lot of differences that we've had to encounter and go through and things I've never had to go through with other people I've been in relationships with. Um, yep. And granted, I'm half Mexican. So like I even grew up in Mexico and I've spent a lot of time there. My family's there. I mean, I speak cool. Spanish. There's, there's no problem. My wife and I, in fact, that's our relationship is in Spanish. We don't speak English so together. So cool. So even that is different, you know, in the sense that there's another dynamic with this language even, right, on top of that, uh, which is hard to explain to someone who doesn't speak more than one language, to be honest with yeah. you. Yeah, um, that makes a lot if, of sense. You know, if someone does, then they, they get it. You, you, it's not that you're two different people, but you just talk differently in different languages. There's just a different way to it, a flow or this, whatever you want to talk about. Yep. Um, there's something there. So in a way, you know, it's like my wife has really never met like me, Patrick, that grew up. I'm, I'm still the same person. I don't know. This is so hard to explain. I, I, I don't really this. know how to explain it. <laughs> but very interesting. You know, like she knows me. I, we know each other very, you know, closely. And she does speak English, but not to the point I do. 
right? My primary、mm-hmm. language is English, and my secondary language is Spanish. No, no problem.、Yeah. But I can talk. No, no big deal. You probably wouldn't even think I had an accent. But yeah, and her hers is her primary Spanish, and and secondary is is English. But her English is not as good as my Spanish, which is why we talk in Spanish all the time.、Um, But again, there's just that dynamic, and and Vanessa, her name's Vanessa. She talks about that too, being here in America, saying, you know,、yeah. people don't people don't get to know the real me in a lot of ways because I have to speak English to them, and my English isn't as good as my Spanish, so I don't really get to be the true person I am, you know. And I find that so fascinating, you know, right? It's just such as crazy of who we are, and, and you know. And then, what do we do with that, right? What What do we do with who we are、yes. and trying to get people to understand who we are? And I think when you're dating, that's all you're trying to do is get someone to understand you, and、yes. f- hopefully find a connection, right? That you can have that connection. And sometimes, like my wife and I, you know, we find a way to connect, maybe in other ways that people, other ways people don't. Yeah. You know. Yeah.、Um, I find that fascinating too. I don't know where I was going with I that. I love that. No, I, I love just... that, and I love what I love what you're talking about in terms of the fact that you guys primarily speak Spanish with each other, and that、uh, the the depth and like difference of that, like having your relationship be in a different language, like I'm that's I'm totally fascinated by that actually. <laughs> and then the different identities, the different identities that we have that we share with people that we. You know that you were saying there's like a different context that like other people might not see you in that your wife sees you in or vice versa like that. That's fascinating to me. That's so fascinating. Yeah, it's again this 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 short got all this got me thinking about all these things and. Oh, thank you so it's, much. It's just I love that. I just I love、um, I love that. I just I just love again、uh, anything that opens、thank、a conversation、you. that gets you thinking.、Um, now I like to think about things and. Process things and and whatever、um, you know that that sort of you know type person I am and maybe other people are not like that but you know you know right I mean you, you never know yeah definitely you know, that that I just brought another thought to my to to myself、yeah. um you know when you're making a project do you、yeah. think about okay how are people going to receive this or take this or do you just completely go I'm going to make just the best thing I can and whoever likes it likes it and whoever doesn't doesn't. Oh, that's a really good question. I feel like when I'm writing something, I'm not primarily thinking about how it'll be received.、Um, I feel like that's sort of not my business at first when I'm writing it.、Um, but certainly, I feel like a lot of writers are having to consider that when they're writing like big old blockbuster movies, and you know, like when they're thinking of. of、uh, I'm sure that is a consideration for a lot of people. But I feel like, for me, when I'm writing, I'm really trying to let it be intuitive, and、uh, you know, I. I follow this old quote that my friend Ryan, who's play, who plays Billy in Platonic,、right. um, told me a long time ago, and I think it's a, it's a, it's a. I think he said it's a Craig Lucas quote, who's a big old famous playwright. But、um, basically, the the gist of it is, I'll, I'll paraphrase it, but the gist of it is to let yourself write through the arc of the thing. So kind of not to stop yourself when you're writing a draft of a piece, just to let yourself start and just go, 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 get it out. And then go back and let yourself edit. So I, I always kind of try to let that like editor mind be come in later than the,、um, than the sort of intuitive.、Um, because I don't, I don't really understand how writing happens. Sometimes I'm sort of always mystified <laughs> by like, where, what, what, what happened? How did that thing arrive? What was that? And I do think there's kind of something kind of magic about writing that you just kind of let your let your instinct go and. And it's sort of a surprise what you what you end up with, and then you can sculpt it and craft it and change it and, and all those things. But yeah, I always like that. I always like that Craig Lucas quote that I paraphrased that Ryan told me. <laughs> I love. I love that. Guide. I love that. Yeah, That's a great guide. Yeah. No, I love that.、Yeah. Just get it. Out, just get it out there, and then yeah, we'll form it、uh, afterwards.、Um, you know exactly. It's hard to take that approach in cooking. I'm trying. Just right now, I was thinking, how would I do that in cooking? I don't know if I could. I couldn't just throw this, you know, like, well, we'll just get this meat going, and I'll just go figure this totally. out. You, totally. You can't, you, but you can, and you can, I guess.、Um, I, I'm gonna find a way around that.、Um, well, I think you just need some like ingredients. You know, you want to use up top, maybe. Like, I mean, I,、yeah. I feel like often when I when I'm writing, I start out with, oh, I know I want to write this piece for these actors. Like, so that's often a place that I start from. Or I, I often start from like a, 
oh, this, I have this playlist in mind, like, so it'll be certain music that I'm just sort of obsessively listening to. And that'll sort of be, so I do feel like, I, you know, even without okay. telling you, there's always into it. There's always some structure to begin with. It's not just coming out of totally nowhere, but. Sure. Oh, I like Wait. I like the chef parallel. <laughs> <laughs> you know, now I'm thinking about. It. I think it could be like when you're trying to find a new recipe and you're testing, yeah. and the and there I is like a there is a way of just just go for it. Just try a bunch of stuff, see see what's happening, and that's how you'll actually get totally. to the good to the good dish. And in a way, you know, there's Anthony Bourdain had a famous quote that he used to yeah. say all the time. I'm gonna probably horrifically paraphrase this wrong but, that's okay but but, <laughs> but the gist is you know you, you've got to have a lot of bad meals before you get to the good meal right yeah. so you got to be adventurous you got to try you've got to go for it and the same thing when you're cooking right you're going to cook a lot of bad meals before you start cooking the good ones and true you know you're going to burn stuff you're going to overcook over salt over whatever cut your finger a million mm -hmm. times because you don't know how to use a knife you're going to throw in a million ingredients. I can always tell a chef who just started or a home cook chef who's like, yeah, I'm a chef, you know, because yeah. they throw in a million things when they're <laughs> cooking. They just like, they'll come back from Whole Foods, of course, with like a, just a million things to throw in this dish. You're just like, what is all this stuff? That's this amazing. is like, it's a hundred herbs. You don't need all this. Yeah. They don't know how to concentrate flavors yet. They don't know how to get you to understand, okay, I want you to taste this, this, and this, and that's it. No more because yeah. too, too much is you can't handle it, right? Just like totally. a film or a story you can only put so much. You can't, it can't just be all over the place. You're trying to concentrate in, uh, take a totally. theme, take something familiar. That's what we say in cooking. Take something familiar and give it a twist. That's yeah. It, you know, that's in that so way. That's so good. So... <laughs> You know, man, I, I love, love that image of somebody coming from Whole Foods, which is like way too many, <laughs> way too many options. <laughs> it. It's like when a friend wants to cook for me, right? They'll be like, yeah, come on. I'm going to cook for you. You know, let me cook for you. Okay, great. Yeah. And I just show up and the, you know, the smoke alarms going off. It is hairs everywhere. They're just like, eh, it'll be ready in five minutes. I'm just like, dude, let's just, why don't we go out? Why don't, why don't yeah, exactly? You're like, let's go get tacos. Let's just, yeah, <laughs> let's amazing. go get tacos. That's exactly. Yeah. That's amazing. But I get it. And the more you cook and the more you do anything, you learn what you need and what you don't. I guess that's yeah. really the lesson, I think, maybe. Totally. So. That makes so much sense. Yeah. All right. So let's talk a little That's bit good. about this short film. I, I loved this oh, short yeah. film. So different from Thank Platonic, you. right? So this different. whole yeah. That, that was another thing I thought was cool is you're able to have these different voices. So now it makes me think, well, shoot, anything yeah. you do, I'm going to be wanting to see because it's probably, you know Aww. what I mean? It's going to have this unique voice to Thank it, which you. is cool. Um, Thank you so yeah, much. I, I love the way the short starts off and it just... <laughs> <laughs> That actress is great. Everybody's great in it, but that main actress, she's wonderful. Pulled me in right away. Boom. I'm in. I'm sold. Uh, I'm in the story. Um, I'm curious of that choice because that's not a typical sort of yeah. right, narrative choice. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, totally. So so my short film is called CC Dances the Go-Go, and it's playing at Aglyph in um, Austin, actually, from, I believe the festival is going from August 6th to 20th. And we're in one of the shorts programs. Um, so it's like, my short is like 11 minutes long. So it's, it was just so much fun to shoot. We shot it last summer in, um, in last June in Tucson, uh, Arizona, this really cool little oh, speakeasy. Really? Yeah. This really cool joint called the Owls Club. Um, it was, it's just an amazing, we were so lucky to get to use the location. They were so generous. Um, and it's actually a former, uh, funeral parlor um converted to be uh the like dopest uh speakeasy and <laughs> wow. it, what was what was really cool what was really cool about it and i think it, what you're what you're picking up on is the fact that it was i had originally written it as a play so there's that very sort of theatrical device of uh, having I, I my friend Aishan okay. chalik who plays nikki does direct address to camera to begin the film and we keep cutting back and forth to her yeah. direct address to camera um, so there was something so fun and so perfect when we found that, that, that space to shoot it in. And my amazing cinematographer, um, Chance Roberts, um, he, and, um, my also incredible producer, Rowena Mackay found that space. And when we found it, I was just like, oh my God, like, could this place be any more dreamy? Um, because it had yeah. this proscenium arch. So there's like totally. this like thing that looks like a stage that, that 
Cece, my friend Rebecca Whitehurst, who plays Cece, the go-go dancer, has this like kind of dope space to like dance in. It was it was just kind of crazy and kismet. Um, yeah, but I, but yeah, that that framing, that like direct address to camera, I was super inspired by like, I mean, uh, Fleabag is just, I'm so obsessed with, and that, that's doing that all the time now. But um, you know, like Annie Hall and so, just some some of my favorite sort of films and TV programs um do that sort of play play around with that um, but yeah. you're right it's not a standard like film or tv convention to sort of i like it yeah classic, absolutely the camera it's fun though it is it, it it's great i mean if it's done right i think it um yeah it plays well and I, honestly i don't know if i've ever seen something about oh that doesn't play right first of all i wouldn't know <laughs> what plays right and what doesn't play right i you know you probably I'm, feel it though I'm a fan. I mean, I'm a fan when I watch movies and TV, right? I don't look at it from the same perspective you do. If we were to have a meal, I would be doing something different, right? I'd I'd be thinking about it maybe differently than you would. Uh, But not even that, really. I just eat food. I don't over, I don't overthink it too much. I don't, I don't like doing that either, right? Just like taking a piece of corn and just staring at it for 12 minutes of like, how did they get totally. this off, off the cob? You know, like, I don't care. Totally. Let's just, it tastes good. Let's eat it. Let's move on. Um, yeah. Okay. Bottom line. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, <laughs> uh, so yeah, let's talk a little, yeah, about the, the, let's talk about the dancing in the, in the, the film. Did you help Corey, you know, with the choreography of that? No, did- that is 100, 1000% my friend, Rebecca. She so she and I originally did the piece as a play. So I played the one who does the director dress when we did it as a play back in the day here in this really cool space called Dixon Place, which is this cool, like very feminist, very like you know LGBTQ friendly space um, downtown in New York. Um, so we did it like as one night only as a play, and then I just like over the like years went by and I was like I keep thinking about doing that piece as a film, um, and so but we just had such a blast doing it as, as a, as a play, had this amazing team of designers. And so I kept talking to Rowena and Rebecca about making it um, into a film. Um, uh, And so in terms of the choreography, 1000% Rebecca, I mean, she's, she's a, I think she's actually like brilliant. Like she's kind of a savant. Like I, I actually think she's pretty (laughs) incredible, Um, but she, she choreographed it. She, she's one of the stars of it. And, yeah, she's just like a crazy hyphenate. Again, like my friend Summer, who plays the lead and who edited um, Platonic and who edited Cece as well. Yeah, like I just I, I love working with people who are kind of multifaceted um, artists or humans, you know. Um, so yeah, that that part was written for Rebecca. She, she you know she studied she studied in Moscow at the Moscow Art Theater. Like she has done a Fulbright over there. She's like trained as a choreographer, worked professionally as a dancer, worked professionally as an actor, like just create, just, you know, used to be like on the national gymnastics team. Like she's just like insane. Oh, wow. Yeah. Also from Austin, actually. Oh, um, wow. Shout out to Austin. Yeah. So she, she's just amazing. And she, she completely choreographed. But I have nothing to do with that choreography. She's, <laughs> she's If genius. I were you, I would be, t- if I were you, I'd be taking all the credit. That's me. That's well, what I would do. I'd be like, you know what? <laughs> I'd be like, you know what? I I did that whole dance. In fact, I showed her. She copied my moves. That's, that that's, would be uh, that would be false. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then it was really cool when we were shooting. Actually, the way that she and Chance, who's our DP, who I, who I just think is is just incredible, um, uh, how they collaborated. Actually, watching them work together, it felt almost like we were shooting a music video sometimes. Like because we had that we had this one we had this one dance that that he was shooting uh, that Rebecca was doing, and he was shooting and it was on a dolly. And I was like, Chance, let's get that off the dolly. And he was like, exactly what I was thinking. And then he just like started doing this like roving shooting. I mean, it was just so sexy. And so, yeah, he's, he's just incredible and so intuitive um, in terms of how he works. But yeah, um, I, I forget what the original question was. But yeah, really, just like a really, again, like a, <laughs> a really dreamy experience and like a very, um, for that piece, we shot it over the course of like three overnights. So I mean, like, everybody's like out of their minds exhausted but like just again coming with so much generosity of spirit and um yeah just like a really amazing team really amazing group of people no that's awesome yeah the 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 lighting and everything was great um i especially liked a couple scenes that the lights sort of turn off right that's the way the 
the short ends as well. Well, I don't want to give that yeah. away, but I guess no, that's not okay. giving it, it away. Matter. But I like that. I thought that was cool. Yeah. I like that the light went off in the scene and then, uh, you know, cut cut away or whatever. Those totally. th there's a lot of little details like that in platonic as well and in in the in the short you know you, you there's just a lot Thank of you. cool little details that i can tell if you rewatch, you're gonna see different things that you like about it you know which is cool um yeah Thank i liked so it the, the lighting was cool i think having the lighting like flashing on some of these moments where she approached where she came up yeah. to cc yeah. and and that one that one scene i, I just liked it there's little details like that i think um yes we're just great. Yeah, it was shot really well. Um, the actresses were great. I, I think really as a fan, just watching anything, it's all about the acting for, for anybody just watching, right? If you're just going to show something just to a normal person, totally. if, if yeah. the acting's not good, they don't care yeah. about lighting and this, and they don't even know about I any agree. stuff like that, right? Like none of that I matters. Um, I agree. You know, they're, they're just going to be con concerned with what's, what's right in front. Who's that person talking and if it's good or not. And, um, and then from exactly. there you're invested, right? Then you'll start to appreciate everything else from there. Um, and yeah, that's, that's what's, yeah. that's why, and that's why I enjoyed that short and the way it started because you immediately brought into this character who's believable and, and the angle was, uh, was like just above her eye or something. I don't know the way it was yes. shot or something. It was, it was cool. Yeah. It was just a cool, was cool. That was a cool, you're so observant. Like I, that was a really cool discovery that chance made. Um, when we were, we shot that, all that stuff in the empty space with Aishan was just incredible. That day was so intense because we were literally shooting all <laughs> of her direct address stuff at once on the very first day of shooting. And she was so just brave and bold to like go there. We had her sort of in this, this very stark white space and we were kind of all outside of it. And then Chance right at the end of our shoot, like he just was like, what if I move the angle up a little bit more on her? And for some reason, when he did that, the whole piece, it just, you could kind of feel, oh, there's our piece, you know? Because there's something about the higher angle that I think makes it clear what the perspective of the exactly. whole film is somehow. Yeah. But um, yeah, I so yeah, and the, and the moment with the lights going out at the end, I just can't thank Chance enough for, for cracking that all. So it was just, it was, again, like just a really great collaboration with that, with those group of people, with that group of people. And um, yeah, and my friend Aishan, who plays Nikki in it, it just, again, total generosity of spirit. One of my dearest friends in the world. She and Rebecca were both roommates of mine back in, in, in Brooklyn in my old apartment back in the day. <laughs> so like just such, you know, just such, such great friendships and such great, um, long collaborations you know um again and then my friend summer who cut that and is the the lead in this new piece and cut this piece so it's just it's really fun to get to collaborate with these people um who i feel like i've sort of long friendships with and who we can just sort of have like um yeah just like a longer conversation yeah no that's amazing i think it's great yeah, to be able to cool. work with your friends and people you get along with and respect and you know wish for the sure. best for wish the best for them too right and so it's great for to sure. work with yeah i think that's awesome for sure yeah um, so true aaron what do you have um i know these projects are are coming out and i hope i'm not jumping the gun but do you have any other sort of projects you're you got like in the wings or is the pandemic sort of just sort of stopped all that i, I don't really know <laughs> No, well, so we've been like, honestly, I've been really focused on finishing platonic for the past, uh, you know, basically we shot in January, um, summer, summer was cutting and I actually went out to LA to finish our cut like right before the pandemic really put us in lockdown. Um, my amazing um, sound mixer, sound remixing recorder, uh, uh, Ryan Schumer worked with us uh, in the spring to get it, to get the sound just right. And so we've just been like, finished, you know, focused on finishing that, getting that out. And I um, just finished a draft of Platonic season two that I'm, I'm really excited about. Nice. So I would love, love, love to get to shoot a second season. Uh, it's interesting because it feels like it takes it in a super different, uh, less platonic direction, which I think is sort of fun to, to explore. Um, and then I have uh, a new play called Ashram um, that uh, was a finalist for a, a few different opportunities uh, this past year. Um, and I hope to be able to develop that um, more. And yeah, and, and several several different short form pieces. Um, 
and a feature film that I'm going to get my attention back to once, once we have this launched wow. uh, mid August. Yeah. So just, yeah, I'm just, I'm just trying to just, you know, kind of stay awesome. focused on one thing after the other, but uh, yeah, for sure. It feels like we're on pause in terms of shooting anything right now, but I mean, it sounds like SAG and all the unions are really trying to find a way to make it possible to shoot things sometimes soon, but obviously we want that to all be done, you know, carefully and safely so sure. who knows if people will really easily be able to be able to shoot until i would imagine 2021 it'll be feel more comfortable to to maybe shoot things again but just trying to get some scripts ready to go before then absolutely yeah not now would be yeah. the time to to write right i think if for once sure, the, for sure. if if once the pandemic's over if someone were to come to me and go well i didn't get this done i didn't have the time i'm gonna be like what you'd be like huh You've literally know, had a year. I know. Uh, I know. You know it's like <laughs> I know. I know. I think just... for some people, they were just so stunned for a while that, like, I oh, feel like, of course, you know, like I feel like people just kind of were frozen and cocooned for a bit. I mean, I actually feel grateful in a way. I mean, first of all, I just mainly feel grateful for I've, you know, for health and my loved ones' health and friends, friends and family's health. But, um, you know, I, I just, I feel like I've been really grateful that I had these pieces as points of focus during this period of time, because in a way it kept me focused on something positive and, and artistic yeah. rather than, you know, because it's just such a scary time, you know? hundred um, percent. So I feel, I feel really grateful for that. I'm sure for you too, doing the podcast, like it's such a, it's amazing 100%. to be, to be busy like that. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Um, I'm, 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 eternally grateful to be honest with you because you know obviously yeah. not everyone is you know in a good position during this time so yeah i'm absolutely grateful to be able to still continue to do something and creatively yeah. something i love and i get to talk to for all these sure. great people right. I, honestly sure. i feel guilty sometimes that like totally you know yes yeah i do i feel guilty sometimes that that yeah, um, that makes sense. i don't know in a weird way guys like i should be suffering too you know but you know, I know at the same time, you know, right. You know what I'm saying? It's, I do, it's just, I those, do. you yeah. just have those thoughts here and there. Yeah. You know. I know what you're saying. Completely. Completely. Yeah. It's true. It's tough. It is. It's tough. But you know, look, uh, I'm glad that you're able to, um, you know, get this project completed and get everything out Thank and get you. all the stuff and continue to work. And Thank you. You know, I'm, I'm really excited, you know, for this to come out. What are you, I'm curious what sort of, I don't know if if you want to discuss this, you can or not, but yeah, like sure. what sort of metrics are you looking for to decide for a season two? Like what, what is it? Is there a goal? Well, is there? Oh, that's a great question. I mean, I honestly, my, my dream version of life would be that I would absolutely love to have some sort of a backing of some sort of either, you know, organization or some sort of production company or something that would be willing to su support um, a making of season two. Um, but I don't know. I think we'll just, I actually don't know. I haven't really thought in terms of metrics or anything. I think I just have really been focused on sort of putting this piece, sort of birthing this piece in a way. And then, yeah. um, and then I just wanted to have a, a, a full second season ready to go, you know, in case there was any interest in it as a, as a, as a piece. And I mean, obviously it would be sort of a dream to, to get to make that. Yeah, so, hundred. I mean, I, that's yeah. definitely. It's like a show I would see on. I could see on, you know, HBO, Netflix, oh, right? So like, hundred nice percent. I could see the show being thank expanded. You. Um, you. you know, and these characters and everything, exploring the city now, right? If you had a bigger budget, whatever, all these things. Thank you. Um, yeah, I think fun. you're. I think you're very smart to, you know, use the resources you have and use them in such a good way that you get the most out of it. You know, and you get the Thank most you. value out of everything. Um, yeah. Thank you. It's great. It's great. It means a lot to me. Thank you so much. No, thank you. Um, I, I'm was super, you know, just when you get to watch something that you really enjoy, honestly, as much as as many as many things as, as are out there, you would think that that would yeah. happen a lot more often. Um, yeah. But it doesn't, to be honest with you, you know, just as a regular uh, fan, you know, just watching things, uh, just because something's big and budget, whatever on this, that, or that doesn't mean it's going to be good. I mean, not at all. Uh, in fact, that doesn't uh, mean anything. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, know what you I mean. love, I love watching something that's personal and, um, just so well, it was just so well done. Yeah. It was just so well done. So yeah, I'm really excited Thank for you. people to see this and is it going to be released like episode 
per episode? No, or? We're, we're actually oh. going to put the whole thing out there on August 12th because I feel like the, the series is best watched, kind of just watching the whole thing straight yeah. through, watching all 10. Um, yeah, it's and, and like you said, it's like 10 five-minute episodes-ish, five-minute-ish episodes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I just feel, I feel like, yeah, for me, I, I like to watch it just straight through. It feels like you, I don't know, kind of get the most out of it, but certainly you can also watch it in parts. Options. Yeah. They, they <laughs> yeah, stand we'll alone, I think. There. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. I think they're, I think they're, they're fun to watch by themselves too. But uh, yeah, I think that, you know, something you could, you could binge after August 12th, just watch them all, yeah. watch them all through or, or watch them a little bits and pieces. But yeah, People they'll all be out there as of the 12th. I know. I mean, I know. I do. I get totally hooked on series, and I can't stop watching them. It's so. Me it's, too. it's a problem. <laughs> I have to stop. You know, right? It has to be like <laughs> no more. You know. Me too. Oh my know. god! I'm really glad Netflix will come up and be like, "Do you want to continue watching?" I'm like, "Thank God!" So Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> My partner was like, what? I'm still here. Like, wh why the judgment? <laughs> so funny. Why the judgment? I need it. I, I wish it actually was a little worse. I wish it said something like, you've been here for six hours. There's Cheetos all over you. You haven't, you know, the, the, the dogs need to go out. You need to get up off your ass right now. That's what my Netflix needs to say to me. That's a more that's a more personalized service. I'm personalized. <laughs> I know that should be a thing like personalized Netflix judgments. Like that's what I need. I need that because it would help me. Uh, oh my God. Yeah. But I'm all about the so binge. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for sure. Me too. Well, me too. Aaron, how can, um, let's tell people how they can connect with you, you personally you so online, much. you know, any of that sort of stuff, websites, uh, social media stuff, you know, yes, that's the, the, totally. the day we're in. Totally. Um, so <laughs> the, the website for the, the series is platonicseries.com. Um, and my website is aaron-buckley.com. Um, I'm, I, I love Instagram. I gotta say, I, I love Instagram and I'm on Instagram at, uh, Aaron, uh, underscore C underscore Buckley. Um, and then the series is just at platonic series on Instagram. So yeah, those are the best places to go. And, um, the whole, the whole 10 episode arc will be available. We'll have it on the, on the website platonicseries.com on um on august 12th but you can also find it on youtube it'll be up there as well awesome yeah that's uh, that's amazing awesome. well i'm lucky i've already seen it so i feel privileged i'm uh, so i'm so lucky i got to talk <laughs> to you today it's so fun no this was awesome um you know i'm really glad that norman your uncle hooked us up i'm really glad he reached oh, out to me, me. Too. I, I, I would have so never touched. yeah it was awesome so cool. um, it was awesome i'm really excited I'm for so him as well i'm so happy to talk to you Oh my he, gosh, he second season of second Sweet season. Magnolias. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When so I did my interview with him, he, he still didn't know, right? It was still up in the air. And I just can't even imagine that feeling. Oh my of, God. I just can't even well, and imagine. Talk about, and talk about like binging a series. I mean, Heather and I just started watching that thing and we just like could not stop. Like it was yeah. a problem. Like nothing yeah. else was going on in our lives. We we're just sitting yeah. there and looking through. So I, I honestly, I just, I thought the series, I thought, Magnolia's was so great that I was like, oh my gosh, this, this has to get renewed. But, but you know, it's always vulnerable to, to wait to find out. So, oh, I was just so happy for him. And his whole totally. Team. So cool. Yeah, yeah. hundred so percent. Cool. Yes. Very, very so excited. Cool. Super, super happy he gets to go out and do one. I need to tell him if he needs some chef consulting on the show, I'm there. Oh, I'll do it. I told um, him. Yes. That's important. <laughs> I'm going to need to text him right after this. Like, well, hey. he's got, uh, they've got like food stylists and stuff. We talked about that because I told him that's another reason that if you have a kitchen or a restaurant or something in the show or a bar or something, I'm in it because that's just my industry. So I'll, because oh, now I'm, think about that. now I'm looking at it for realism, right? Now I'm looking yeah. at it as like, why is he still whisking in that same bowl for 15 minutes? What could he possibly mm -hmm. be whisking? Uh, but, <laughs> but they did a great job <laughs> of. They did a good job of not doing stuff like that. Like it was just really, I told him, he said, oh, he built that set. Yeah. I said, no way. I couldn't believe that. I said, no way. Because you thought man. it was a real kitchen? Yes. I thought it was a yeah. real restaurant. Yeah. I thought it was an yeah. entirely, it's just great. It I does just look like, that way. Shit. I totally agree. I agree yeah. with you. It does look like a real restaurant. It's so true. I, dude, I love blew that me show. away you know blew me away so yeah <laughs> but yeah yeah so anyway re really excited i got to talk to you and i'm really excited um oh, i'm really excited so for much. you thank you so much it was such a pleasure 
Thanks so much yeah, for making the time. Absolutely. Well, look, you be so safe fun. out there. And um, you're in Brooklyn, right? You said you're in Brooklyn. I am. I'm in Brooklyn. I'm in Brooklyn. So Park be slow. safe out there. Yeah. You know. Thank you. You too. Take care. My best to you and uh, your family. And uh, yeah, thank you so much. And everything. And if you ever need anything, you know how to get a hold of me. So be thank happy you so today. much. I really appreciate it. Have a great awesome. day and be well. All thank right. you. You as well, Aaron. The Lone Star Play podcast is produced by Texas Real Food. Go to texasrealfood.com and you can search your city for stores, butchers, restaurants, farmers markets, and more who are using fresh, artisanal, organic sources. It's a fun site that brings all natural options all together. I hope you enjoyed this episode. For more information, go to thelonestarplay.com. I'm your host, Patrick Scott Armstrong. Until next time. <laughs>